and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with State Bank and Trust Company's online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance. But what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Marlon Favorites, Big V504 is the way to follow him over on Twitter. Inside of Trenches, the podcast will get to you, sir, in 50 seconds. I want you to listen to Dennis Allen last week. Uh, on how he plans on building this team. Free agency, the draft, the world. No, not really. Not really. Because, you know, I think, I think people on the outside world look at things and, and say, wow, that was a, that was a great, that, that was a great signing or that was, and, and if you really look over the course of free agency and you'd say, um, they signed a certain player for this, high number and big contract and then you know a lot of times three years later you might look down the road and you'd say well this you know he's no longer with that team for one reason or another generally it becomes some sort of salary cap casualty or whatever um and so um i think there's there's times where that that can benefit you um but i'd say as an overall philosophy um i'd rather augment our team through free agency and really build our team through the draft all right, so Marlon, we're bringing you in. First off, good afternoon to you. How are you? Good afternoon. Goose all, all as well, man. Out here, you know, checking the strength of my ankles at the age of mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? It's the ABB <laughs> challenge. But outside of that, hello. <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> I, wanted, I, I wanted to play that because I want to get your perspective as a player and now a member of the media. When you have this part of this offseason, fans want to know and feel their team is getting better. It's no different than in college, right? I mean, you're, you're part of the LSU Sports Radio Network. It's no different than Tiger fans during recruiting day, the first few minutes of, um, you know, National Signing Day 1 and 2, to just Moscona's daily show. Hey, what five-star eighth grader, you know, is keeping LSU in this number? I mean, just, like, you, you want to feel that there's constant improvement or they're doing something to improve. But you just heard a head coach there say, this is my philosophy. It's kind of what we've done. And there were some signings over the weekend. It was P.J. Williams, a one-year deal, defensive tackle. Jalen Johnson from the Texans signing a one-year deal. I know you like that depth to that D-line. But there hadn't been that flashy Tyron Matthews signing, something like that. 
Marlon, how do fans balance their thirst and desire to feel the team is getting better and your reality as a player on whether or not this team is getting better and how much they actually need? There's only 20 spots left on the roster. Yeah, Gus, I think it really starts for the fans to just trust your coach. Um, That's one of those deals. They don't have a choice to who comes in and who's the next head coach. Of course, Coach Dennis Allen has a liking um, or, or the folks love him around here over the years, what he's been able to do to the defense. But it's, as a fan, the only thing that could give you ease is just trusting your coach, trusting the staff, the front office, to bring in the right pieces. One thing we know about that team last year in New Orleans, it went through some injury bugs. Dealt with a lot of injuries. Biggest injury possible is Jamin, right? He was rolling, doing exceptionally well. Um, that defense played – Excellent last year, Gus. They, they did an exceptional job on all levels, even with the injury bugs up front. I thought that they did exceptionally well. You you have some familiarity here. So the, the actual – it's a different head guy, but that, that same vibe is around. You know, Coach, uh, Coach Dennis Allen just basically stayed in place, moved up to a head coach, and, and you have Mickey Loomis and, and, and George and all the rest of the guys, excuse me, Greg Denzel, and all the rest of the front office people still intact. So I think, you know, just listening to Coach, I think it's just one of those deals where he trusts the, the, the roster that they have, get a few more pieces, and then do your thing in the draft. I think when you look at specific signings there as well and where you are as a team, I wonder how much of, I guess, to your point, trust sort of matters here as well, right? I mean, one thing that I've seen, let's call it the Peyton era to now, I, I've never felt the Saints were reactionary in a lot of things. Did every signing work? Did every draft work? Of course not. But, and Marlon, you have some understanding of that by spending some time on the organization as a player that... You know, like, I don't think they were, oh, no, we lost Marcus Williams. Now where do we go? No? I mean, Mays was signed, like, an hour afterwards, right? Um, Oh, no, we don't have, you know, uh, another player, uh, Teron Armstead. Now who's going? Like, everything is probably planned for from the cap to what the money's going to be to how you get under the cap to all of those different things. So I just, I kind of look at it as I kind of think they're, they know what the sort of they're doing. Did they swing at certain players, Watson and other things like that? Sure. Did they land them? No. But I, I don't mind kind of a reactionary. Um, I don't mind them that they're not a reactionary team. Like we see other teams are like we we need these signings. We have to sign big. We got this money. Let's go go get players. But to Dennis Allen's point right there, do they fit the system? Do they fit the vision of this of this team and all of that? All that plays a role, and you wanna. Take your time with that and building your team. Uh, one thing about the Coach Payton area, you're right. It is not a reactionary team. Uh, Mickey Loomis is someone who's typically 10 steps ahead of the game. So once they start getting to the cap space or a, a player's contract is coming up and you may not be able to afford to keep that player around, i.e. Teron Armstead. So to, to the general public, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're about to lose Teron Armstead. Who's going to come in next? What's the deal? Once you once those folks go into the office on airline and they look at that big blackboard and they have a list of names that work, a list of names that don't work, uh, players that fit the bill, uh, players that may potentially fit the bill, they have all of that mapped out. 
agency is free agency. Agents are working. Agents are on the phone and talking to different organizations that have different slots um, on, on their roster to figure out who could fit where. So all of that stuff is going on way before. It's, it's already thought about way before it even crosses our mind. I mean, I guess being a member in the media right now, to your point now, Gus, it does feel a bit different because the sense of urgency is higher on the outside from us and the fans than on the inside. It's like, oh, you can hear the Dennis's voice. Uh, we're, we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, like I said, I, I understand both sides, right? I mean, because a lot of times coaches kind of, uh, and look, Sean Payton, the great Sean Payton, the man is going to have a statue in his name in that dome at some point in time. The man that brought a Super Bowl to New Orleans, he got it wrong last year. You can know you can overevaluate your, your position group. I mean, Marlon, you've seen this in college, high school, or even the pros where you think you have something in a player or in a position group, and it turns out to not exactly well be what you thought. So I can understand it from a fan standpoint of going, eh, you, you may think you got all that, but where are my receivers? Where, where are my defensive Who's my safeties? Do all those different things. So I, I guess you just have to sort of wait and see what develops and all of that. And, you know, Marlon, you've done the draft show with us for a number of years already in a row. It's always interesting how – Unlike, say, signing day, you have to kind of sort of wait and see. You might have a player or two occasionally that can be an immediate impact. I understand that. But you have to sort of wait and see. The Saints have been fortunate where they draft somebody, and for the most part, they're, they're you know, they can help almost immediately. It's not the norm. I get it, but they're going to have to hit on a couple of those this year, in particular maybe line and maybe receiver. Gus, that's it, Gus. Wide receiver is the first position. Um, Michael Thomas needs a compliment, a complimentary player that, that could that could roll with him and take a lot of the pressure, particularly over the top. We need somebody to stretch that field. That's one area. Second area, not to promote the podcast. It's in a sense of pug, but inside the trenches. At my position, the D-line. I love the fact that they, that they are starting to add some depth, but that's why I'm looking for the big flash at See. I love my little brother Tyron. Shouts out to the Tiger, LSU mm-hmm. Tigers. Hello, somebody. But I'm not. I'm not too worried about that position. I, I think the secondary um, is it, pretty much intact. We have PJ back. We, we, we got Mashawn. Uh, I thought Parsons and Debo did a, a fabulous job for a rookie last year. And, and we'll see. We'll have, we'll have to see what Marcus May and I know we was it Cesarian from from uh, Kansas City didn't get that one, but he's here. Um, so I'm not super duper worried, but the interior line I am, and and just making sure that the offensive line has depth as well. I think that's the only three areas. Gus, outside of that, I, I love the quarterback. I, I love I love what uh what he you know what he did up until, until Halloween last year, mm-hmm. and Alvin Kamara will be back. So in the draft, just really focus on those three positions first. Marlon, uh, notice I started talking football, your love, what you do for profession in the living, sir, and did not bring up the, uh, <clears throat> the services that are going to be taking place at some point this week. I mean, I, I, I'm stopping short of calling it a funeral. I mean, I just, I, but there will be some services done <laughs> at some point this season. Um, your king 
is not going to be able, oh, LeBron really? James, not going to be able to be in the postseason more than likely this year. I just saw it on ESPN. They, they made it an official graphic. The Pels must lose the remaining four. They must win the remaining four. Or they must have three more wins than the Spurs. So the Spurs have to go one and three, <laughs> and they have to go four and oh. It's over, Marlon. I'm just, I mean, it's essentially all but, you know, all but the, 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 the attending physician to call it, you know, like when you go time of death, TOD, whatever it is, you know, I just, it was just, we just need the, the, the TOD, the time of death. We need somebody to call it, but, um, it's not looking good right now. I heard it, Gus. I heard it. <laughs> Cause it ain't over till it is over. <laughs> hey, Gus, let me tell you this though, bro. I, I, I heard the Cajun go talking bad about them Lakers. Hey, Cajun, throw the hay out there, man. Leave my Lakers alone. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Go Pels. Pels doing anything, man. They're going to, You heard of a guy named? Hey, well, you just said it's always next year. Have you heard of a guy named Magic Johnson? Oh man, yeah. you've oh, heard of Magic Johnson, right? Okay, um, I'm just saying you've you've heard um, you've heard of Magic. Uh, this morning he was on on uh, Get Up, whatever on ESPN. Uh, he was asked, "What should the Lakers do?" I think they have to bring it back. That's number one because you can't attach a first round pick to. Westbrook and try to get him out, right? Mm -hmm. He actually played a lot better the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I think AD is right. Health did play a part of it, but the other part of it, we played bad basketball. And the players didn't fit. And we didn't have a winning mindset and attitude. That really bothered me. Mentally and physically, we just didn't give us 150% every single night out on that court. And so if they're going to run it back, these guys first got to be committed. Forget those commercials and all the things that I think really sidetracked us as well and commit to each other and commit to playing the game the right way. There he is. Magic Johnson, what Wise they got to do. Wise words. You know, he doesn't sound that upset if you heard him because they just won a championship two years ago in the bubble. You know, 2020, the Lakers was a champion. We call it the asterisk, so, Marlon. You call it a championship. That's fine. <laughs> Who you got tonight, man? Who you got tonight? UNC taking on Kansas. Saturday was ridiculous, dude. That that was so much fun. Um, how does that get followed up? You got Bill Self trying, as he said, validate the Kansas program and his career. And you have UNC. I just got Will Guillory's response we had Juan Kincaid on asked where would this national title sort of go and where would it fit Will Guillory of the Athletic just said it's number one and none of the others even close he said quote ending K in brutal fashion underdog squad no one expected to be here Hubert's first season UNC's first black coach people ready to put us in the Indiana category in the year none of the others compare it's incredible when you look at not being given that opportunity and really not even being seen to go into this tournament in the, in the national championship game, Marlon. That's big. I think, I think North Carolina, because of the story and how well they pushed uh, in this tournament to be mm-hmm. here, I don't see it no other way. I mean, Kansas has, has been consistent. Uh, they, they don't have passing issues. They get the ball around well, and they're a uniform team. But it's just something about this story with uh, uh, North Carolina. So, Gus, 
tonight, very late tonight. I'm look look like I look at like after the studio when I get into the watching the game, I won't be going to sleep for a very long time because I want to watch this one to the end. So I'm excited. And I thank Michael Jordan and you know the rest of the North Carolina folks out there are going to be excited about this one as well. They'll pull it off a win, historical win. At Big Fave 504, sir, looking forward to it. Uh, dude, I, 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 I took a quick little peek over at, um, the YouTube and in the video, man, your, your, your new videos, you know, hello, somebody's got a lot of people viewing it, dude. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Gus. Y'all check out hello, somebody is on YouTube, is on Apple music videos, man. We're going to get this thing going. And Gus, Gus don't know this yet, y'all, but Gus got a feature on my album. It's, I, I took his voice already. He don't, he don't, we won't remember, <laughs> but when he hears it, He's gonna be like, oh, he got me. So, yeah, nice. Gus, I, dude, I, like, look, like I said, I told you all my, 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 my dream in my life, dude, is just to be, uh, you know, that with, you know, like you got, you know, Marlon Favorite or Big Fave for with, you know, I just want to be part of the remix. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be like yeah, the fifth artist after the second comma, just with. And then I just, I just, mm, that's it. I just like do a word, a sound. <laughs> I just say, I say something, you know, yeah. word. Um, that's all I want, man. That's all I want. You there already, Gus. You're already on the album, bro. Get your BMI together, brother. I love it, dude. Take care, my friend. Looking forward to talking to you later this week. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Have a good one. There he goes. He always makes me smile. And that's a good indication of a good person, huh? I love me some Marlon Favorite. Uh, quick break. Your phone calls. Open segments next on ESPN New Orleans. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie in Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Ben Utech. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion. So parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports. It's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com slash concussion. That's aan.com slash concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Dominique Foxworth with us now in studio. What's wrong, man? Nick, you not used to this? No, I'm not. I'm not built like y'all. You guys love it. It's not about the money, Max. You must love this. No, no, it's about the money. Show me the money! I'm with you. Oh, yeah, it's about the money. No, it ain't. The money helps. I'm sure it helps, but y'all all got enough to not do this if you don't want to. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. 
Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Yep, I'm never, honestly, gonna let it go. Now Davis teardrop. Back iron. No. Rebound Jonas. Tie game with 2.35 to go. Ingram. Right of the lane. Left-hand dribble. Bump. Teardrop. Damn! Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I loved it. Right after that last game, they're going to have to figure out who's to blame for this mess, mm. right? Because at least make the playoff. I mean, the play in. Gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not going to make either the play in or the oh. playoff. Oh. One angry midget, poor Magic Johnson. He was beside himself uh, almost to tears this morning. <laughs> like, I'm, that's not me. I'm just telling you, Mike Greenberg was saying that he was almost in tears or in tears. I must have missed that part. But, um, I'm still celebrating. Like, look, I love the the fact that the last couple of Pell's games have felt like playoff games. I, I it just it's meaningful basketball. It's fun for me. I want the Saints to go to OTAs, the national championship game. I, that's all what I've been talking about for three hours today, sir. What do you got for me today? Gus, this is the beginning of the trip. We just packed the car. We have at least at least another year of a great trip ahead of us. so much uh thank you sir appreciate it and just for you i found the bites uh including the question following yesterday's loss anthony davis it's yet another instance where you and lebron being on the court together were short-lived you got to play together against the pelicans and today you don't have them Uh, how hard is it to um be able to get a true representation of what you guys are as a team uh, without you guys consistently being in there? Yeah, uh, we never did all year. Um, I think us three, us three being me, Brown, and Russ, we played 15, 21 games together. You know, um, you know, we didn't expect us to only have 21 games together, but um, just kind of been that year. You know, either I'm in or he's in. Um, and the times we do play together, we look really good. And then, you know, 
somebody's out of the lineup. So uh, just kind of been that year has been tough, not being able to fully reach our um, you know potential as far as us three being on the floor and you know seeing what we really could be. But um, with that being said, we also have enough to win basketball games. Like, you know, even when he don't play or I don't play, as you've seen tonight, um, fought extremely hard and we were there. Let's say some coffee plays at the end, um, last four or five minutes that kind of cost us the game. But, um, you know, we continue to fight this way, um, you know, just give ourselves a chance and see what happens. It is not to be outdone. Uh, Got to get at least one take from screaming, eh? Who's to blame for all of this? Frank Vogel is a champion. Frank Vogel has had six winning seasons. Frank Vogel was known as a defensive mind when he was coaching in Indiana and when they were challenging Miami for supremacy in the Eastern Conference. Frank Vogel is to be respected. I think this man deserves to be a head coach in the National Basketball Association. I'm talking about this situation that's likely going to return its core. Right. It is clear they tuned him out. Right. It is clear they have not gone all out for him. And when you have that going on as your backdrop, what am I supposed to do with you? You're 16 games under 500 magic. I would have replaced Frank Vogel before the trading deadline expired. Hmm. Let me start the quote by saying he's done all of this, and just miraculously now it's his fault <laughs> that the locker room's tuning him out. Had nothing to do with the, the team at all. You know, Magic, who was the Laker GM before he walked away and then Rob Palinka took over. Well, this morning in that same conversation, <laughs> he, um, he laid this blame. Well, he's got to take some blame too. You know, you, you got to give Frank some blame because of defense. You got Rob. Hey, you put the team together. Yeah. So, and then guys, <laughs> somebody going to have to stand up and say, you know what? Everybody, we just didn't play together well. We just didn't figure this thing out. That's beautiful. It's everybody's fault. How much blame, by the way, should LeBou get? When I think about it, the blame that he's got to take is the fact that the Rosen ended up in Chicago mm. and what? not with the Lakers. What? Expand on that thought, if you well, will. Well, because Rosen wanted to play for the Lakers. And when I got the call from his agent, I called the Lakers, said, hey, he wants to come home. And DeRozan could have been a Laker instead of a Bull. We could have made that deal. But when Russell and LeBron and them started talking, that's when they nixed that deal and went with Westbrook, and he became a Laker instead of DeRozan. You know what I've heard in all of this? It's amazing. Again, I say this all the time. It's uh, it's Vogel's fault. It's Palinka's fault for putting the team together. No, it's not. You just literally said it, Magic. You just heard Magic say it. Have you watched and seen what DeMar DeRozan has done for Chicago this year? You think he might have been a difference maker? I know you Lonzo Ball lovers say it's Lonzo, Travis. But anyway, DeMar DeRozan's good. They just dropped 50 over the weekend. Um, I mean, did you hear that? First off, he's not even the GM, and his people reached out to Magic. Bring him up. And LeBron show, LeBron show, like, it's incredible. He, like we, like, we don't joke about that. Like, it's, he's the GM on that team. That's why I joked the last three weeks. Every time they struggled or lost, hand picked. That's the team they wanted. That's the team he picked. <laughs> trade all the assets, trade all the young guys. Pell's got some, other teams got any. 
That that is a hand picked team. So you know what? I'm with the one angry midget. And I'm with AD. Bring it back. Bring it all back. Walter from the West Bank. What you got, sir? I got to ask you a question. Why is Zion not playing in the playoffs? He's jumping up, making all kind of uh, videos, uh, dunking the ball and everything. Why we can't put him in the court and start playing? Well, he made one video. Um, it probably surprised a lot of people that he did do the one dunk video. But as I said at the time, and I don't know this, I'm just doing a dunk is a lot different than playing 30, 40 minutes of basketball and taking the pounding and doing those things. I don't know what kind of wind he has. He's been ramping up. He's doing more and more. He's He's got to show that he can take it and that he doesn't have soreness, not just from doing the dunk, but from actually posting up, taking off, planting, jumping, landing several times over several minutes, how much wind, how much legs you got. I will say this, Walter, if he gets healthier or in terms of gets more in basketball shape or something of that nature, and there's still some basketball to be played. If he's healthy, I've always said this, play him. If he's not healthy, don't play him. Don't play him. You know, I mean, Walter, here's the thing. The Pelicans have to win this play-in game. That's not a guarantee. If they win that game, they play the loser right now of the T-Wolves and Clippers. They're pretty good teams. If they win that game, then they will face the first seed, and that's the Phoenix Suns. And all I'm saying is, in order to get to that series, which you'll be guaranteed at least four games, because a team's got to win four, then maybe you throw them in there. But I'm asking you, if I have got to win those two play-in games, am I risking continuity? Am I risking chemistry? Am I risking his injury if I don't know he's healthy enough? If he can continue to progress... And say the Pels win tomorrow, which means they clinch a play-in spot. Then I've okay. said this all along: play him against Portland on Thursday, play him in the final game at Memphis on the road, and the final home game on Sunday against Golden State. Give him a few minutes, see how he looks. If he's ready to go, if he's not, I'll see you in September. I mean, that's how I feel. Okay, let me ask you one question. In other yeah. words, he has to play next year for us most of the season. Or we uh, then maybe we could trade him and get something for him right in the trade deadline. Now we think, well again he has to the, show that he could play. He's healthy. And he could play next year. Well, you're, you can well look. You can trade him whenever if you want to, but you got to give me a reason why. You know, I mean, like in other words, what benefit do the Pelicans have in trading him? They don't. And well, you don't want to play here. So I, you don't want to. I understand. Play okay, Let, let's say if that's the case, that's great. But you're gonna have to give me some sort of value. Right, I mean, like I'm not just going to hand you over for a bag. Oh no, no, no! What I'm saying, so, what I'm saying is, he yeah. has to play here next year and show that he's good. Yeah, that's the only way we can get any value for him. Well, like I said, Walter, it's why the very first second of the very first day that I can offer the extension, I literally make that as public as public can be that I have offered. You know, I, I call Shams, I call Woj, I call Lopez, I call Guillory, I call everybody. Heck, I, I'm David, I'm on my show. We just sent on over the contract extension to Zion Williamson, and we hope and can't wait for him to send that back in the next five seconds. Because here's the thing. It benefits both sides, Walter. As we go to break, and i got to hit this break, but listen to this, all right? If I'm Zion... I sign it. You know why I sign it? Even if I don't want to be here, because it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. And right, I got to show that lose. I can play and still be healthy enough to entice the 
Knicks or whoever it is that he may or may not want to go to to find assets because they don't have anything. They don't have anything to give. They don't have draft picks. They don't have players. So it benefits him to sign it because with my injury history, it's guaranteed. I can't stay off the pizza. I pull another ankle injury or whatever. It's guaranteed. So you play next year. You signed your contract, you got your money, and then if you don't like it, here you go, James Harden. I mean, he's gotten out of two teams. So, you know, that's why I'm not even, I don't spend five minutes on whether or not he signs it or not. He, he would literally be one of the dumbest moves ever if he doesn't. Like, right. dumb. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Bye. man, no problem, Walter. Quick break and then more phone calls. I see the lines ringing. So Sports Hangover and ESPN New Orleans. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Is it COVID? Is it the flu? Or another type of respiratory illness? Looking for a flu or COVID vaccine offered in the evenings or on weekends? Lady of the Sea After Hours is reopening on Monday, January 10th. Our staff of healthcare providers are here for you Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Walk-ins welcome, no appointments necessary, Located directly in front of the hospital on West 134th Place in Cutoff. Cleaning your fuel system can make your car run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner and add it to your tank during your next fill-up. On sale now. Buy one, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by and talk to our professional parts people today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. show where we just talk talk sports that's how they talk in the major league now back to the sports hangover with gus kattengal 800-998-1003 it is the sports hangover coming up at Moscone and after further review not a good series but the lsu tiger baseball team will focus on the baseball action coming up uh tomorrow of course um but you got the national championship game today and a nice big win by the Pelicans in L.A. Friday. Not so much so yesterday. Tomorrow, the Kings, though, it's simple. You win, you clinch a play-in spot for sure. They have a two-game lead on the Spurs. And the Lakers, a no, two-game, one-game lead on the Spurs, the Pels. And the Spurs have a two-game lead on the Lakers with four to play. John, thanks for calling the sports hangover. How are you? Hey, hey, how you doing? Do well, man. Since I talked to you, mm-hmm. but I was, I was just uh, listening to you and the last guy talk. Uh, 
I really, really, really think the Pels uh, are in wonderful position now. I didn't think, you know, I guess everybody looked at what was going on in the beginning of the year, and you say, oh, boy, oh, but. I was listening to the uh, show last night, and everybody was uh, talking about why the Lakers are trying so hard to uh, not get into, you know, if they, if they don't make the playoffs, they get into the lottery. Right. They get into the lottery, they can wind up with the top one of the top ten picks. Mm-hmm. The way that trade was did with Anthony Davis, if it's a top ten pick this year, the Pelicans get that pick. Correct. It's your New Orleans Pelicans pick. Yep. And they get their own first-round pick, right? Correct. Okay, man, I, I, I sure hope that if Zion doesn't want to play here, if they get that top 10 pick, no, it would not hurt them to trade him. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't want to trade him because the guy can play. I, I and I think he can yeah, play. But uh, uh, hold on, what, what kind of injury he has, though? No, I look. I hear you. Look, believe me. Do, I, this that's two different conversations, and and I'm not dismissing what you're saying. It's just it it is. It's two different conversations. It's when are you healthy? When are you not over being protective to trying to you know who makes the right call or not? You're not just dealing with the player. You're dealing with this player's representatives and family, and it's. It, that's a whole other uh, conversation. I'm just specifically saying, John, if the guy steps on the court, he's better than what you have at a lot of different spots in that roster. I'm just, I'm just like being honest. Oh yeah, right. I, so I, I agree with that. Right. So that. And, and John, I would dare say, even last year when the guy was putting up NBA record historical numbers in the paint, he wasn't in the shape that he looks like he's in right now. Like seriously, like the shirt off dunk. No, hear me out. The shirt off dunk uh-huh. that he had. I don't know if he looked like that yeah. last year. So what I'm That's saying right. is, if my man can get remotely close to Duke Zion, where he is smoking people up and down the court, is moving laterally, and here's the other aspect of it: when people are saying, "Is he healthy enough to play?" We talk about a foot injury. You're, you're, you're moving, starting, stopping, planting, stressing your foot, you know, left, right, forward, backwards, up, down on everything. It makes sense to make but, sure that foot works. You know what I'm saying? But if he I gets mean, in better shape and he can do that, that. His whole, I mean, since high school, right. everybody, all I hear about Zion is that he don't keep himself in shape. Well, like I said, why not when well, you are a professional basketball player? All I can say is, hopefully, this year is a lot of learning lessons for everybody involved. Does that make sense? Like, if uh, everybody and, learns their lesson, you yeah. can attain and you can achieve whatever it is that you want. He can get his guaranteed uh, money. He can get the yeah. whatever he wants to do. If he wants to win, I think this is a, a a building team that you can do that. And buddy just told me I gotta go. So John, call me tomorrow. We'll continue the okay. conversation. Matt Muscone after refu- right. further reviews next. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans.